And so in verse 6, 15, 2 Chronicles chapter 26. Y'all good? All right, in verse 15, and he made in Jerusalem engines and vented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones withal, and his name spread far abroad. Notice, for he was marvelously helped, so he had many great people around him. That's a good principle of, of godliness. But till he was strong. So the word till means there was an end to his uh, prosperity, power, and privileges. There was an end. And end is a natural principle that we all hit peaks and we all have ends. So that's just general in life. And, you know, we're all fine, right? We're all going to die. So we all have an end coming. But um, Uzziah brought on himself the end. It didn't come naturally although it did come with an Adamic naturally. Adamic nature is a sin nature, and that brought a natural end. So it was a natural Adamic end. Verse 16, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. So we see his number one problem was pride. And pride comes before a fall, the scripture says in Proverbs. And so pride was his failing and falling point. And sometimes, you know, I think, oh Lord, I want this goal and I share with him the desires of my heart. Because the Lord says, delight thyself in the Lord and he will give thee the desires of your heart. Right? It says that in Psalms 37. And, um, and I said, well Lord, here's my desires. And I may present that desire with a uh, you know, prefix, Lord, if this is a carnal desire, please forgive me. And this is what my desire is. And I may lay out my ideas of what I want. And if we would be honest with ourselves, and I hope that you would be a thinking person, you all have a desire. So you have what? Relationships. Some of you have shared prayer requests, relationship desires. Some of you have physical needs, desires, or praying for others who have physical needs. Some of you have a desire for asking people to come to know the Lord as their Savior. You're praying for somebody to be saved, maybe a friend or a relative, someone special. But here's some, uh, let's get a little intimate, look inward. Because this is really about inward introspection. See, to understand why Uzziah died was an inward problem. Don't you know he still had those strong cities, even though he was falling apart? He still had wealth galore, even though his life was falling apart. He didn't lose his wealth. He didn't lose all those great men around him that created great technologies. He had success continuing. But he had internal problems. So what are some internal? So let's look at this a little carefully. How about relationships with family members? 
maybe a son that has not turned his heart toward you. I don't think there's something that can be more frustrating and hurting than if you have a child that doesn't love and respect his parent. It's kind of like the parent just beats himself up. What did I do to lose my child? And if you don't have that experience, you're blessed. But so many times, the hearts of the children turn away from the parents. And you know, we as fathers, and I would say almost everybody here is a father, we never stop parenting our children. You know, some, the, the, the children love to say, you know, what's the verse in Ephesians, you know, uh, honor thy father and mother and have long life and children obey your parents, you know, and so the child becomes intelligent with the scriptures and says, listen, I'm 20 years old, I'm not your child anymore, I don't have to obey you. What are you going to say? You're going to be saying, oh, okay, oh, that's how you feel about it. <laughs> but you know, we never stop parenting our children, we just parent them in a different way. The older we get, we parent them in different ways. And there may be a time when you have to come along with your child and just in, in gentleness and quietness. You may be a senior platinum adult like Steve, but uh, you still have an influence. An influence of your children. And never stop that. And so to lose that influence, I think, rips into our heart. So, I have four children. Are my four children doing what I want them to do? No. Why? Because I want them all to be in Sunday school at 9 o'clock in the morning and playing the piano, playing their violins, preaching the gospel in the street every chance they get. And that's what I want my children to do. They're not doing that. They're looking at me like that. I ain't ever going to do that. I'm going to go live my life the way I want to. And so I, 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 I have to adjust and, and say, okay, yeah, you're right. That's not what I want. But I always want to have a love relationship with my children. And they may be different than me. but And so the scripture tells us, raise up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's a principle of scripture that... Your children and you will always love each other as you grow your children to love God. It's not a promise that they will never do anything wrong, right? It's not a promise that they won't get caught and go to jail or become a bad person. Now, you could raise up a child in the way she go and they could be sitting in jail somewhere. It's not a promise in a sense like that. It's a Proverbs is principles of understanding how to nurture your life, and in this case, in that verse, your children. And, um, and, so, and, and they'll always have a relationship with you and with God. That's what it's all about. Uzziah started losing touch. <clears throat> His pride came, and pride came before a fall. So verse 16. 
for his heart was lifted up his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God. So now the word transgress means purposely sins. So sometimes we sin and we don't do it purposely. Maybe it's a uh, sin of omission. You know, we can, we can sin and not know we're sinning. I know, that's crazy. You know, the Lord gives us a command, be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. If we're not filled with the Holy Spirit, we're not following be ye filled. Be ye filled in Ephesians is an imperative. That's a command. But if we're not being filled, then we're sinning. How many times am I not filled with the Holy Spirit? Every time one of those teenagers tells me, you're horrible, ref. I think I've completely lost the Holy Spirit in this sense. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good thing I can't reach you right now. It's a good thing you can run a lot faster than me. And, uh, and so we, we sin. That's an omission sin. That's something we don't even know we're sinning. And, and, and we don't have to, like, count up all the sins that we don't know we're sinning. It's just part of the Adamic nature. It's just how we live daily. But there is a commission sin, a sin of purposely rebelling. And this type of sin is the sin that leads us into great transgression and great separation from the power of God. And oftentimes, people lose touch with walking with God. And we have a word in the scriptures called apostate. An apostate is a per person who purposely rebels against God. He knows God. He asked God to save him. He had a relationship with God and now is turning against God. That's what we call an apostate. And to apostatize or apostate, to rebel against God on purpose, is a deep level of sin. We all sin, and we know that we can go to the Father and judge our hearts, and he will forgive us. Amen? But the person who says, I'm just, I'm just looking for that next whatever I can get, this person is danger. The scripture tells us in 1 Timothy, it says, from such turn away. The scripture actually tells us that the scriptures to walk with the Lord is exclusive. The, the, the children of God are exclusive. Today we live in a spirit in our culture of inclusive. Everybody must be together and nobody can offend anyone. In the scriptures, the Christian faith offends. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is the only way. Only way, one way, exclusive. Christianity is an exclusive faith. The Muslim religion is an exclusive faith. You know, so in verse 16, 
and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. Tony, yes. ESV says he was unfaithful to the Lord. Okay. That, uh, I think that's a good. I think that's a good definition. In sixteen, he transgressed against the Lord, his God. Yeah. So thank you, uh, Bill, for that because um, for some reason I just love my King James, and uh, I'm just uh, I guess messed up that way. Someday I'll be like somebody else and be better. Okay, so three reasons for Uzziah's fall. Number one, he began spending more time and attention on the external. That's in verse 15, rather than on the internal and eternal. So he is no fool who can give up that which he cannot keep to keep that which he cannot lose. Who said that? Jim Elliot. Jim Elliot. And what happened to Jim? He had a spear, right? Or was it a cut in the neck? Spear. Spear. He is no fool to give up that which he cannot keep. What are you going to keep here in this temporal world? You know, some people think, uh, you know, I got all this accumulation. And I'm going to take it with me into my next life. You know, and and the wife, you know, and this guy's so filthy wealthy, you know, he's He's got millions and billions. And, um, you know, you may, you may think, you, know, you, you say you can't take it with you. And then I've, I've, been, I've been changed with that. I've seen in, in the newspaper articles people with funeral, uh, you know, uh, hearse with a U-Haul attached next to it. And they're going to go into the grave and they build a grave big enough to put that U-Haul full of all his favorite things. Who does that? Who, who does that, Bill? And uh, some people think they're going to take it with them afterwards. And, uh, I mean, this is not a, a weird thing. All the kings of Egypt took all their wealth and their precious things and buried it with them in, in the pyramids and different places of burial grounds. The next life. You're going to need a little gold in the next life. To help you get through whatever you're going to get through. That's what they think. You know, this is foolishness. And so eternal is the major thing that we need to major on. And to find the eternal is to look at the internal. Second thing, his character did not keep pace with his accomplishments. So he had great accomplishments, but his character didn't keep pace with accomplishments. And uh, we may get some success, but is our character keeping pace with it? And we can see in the news, the news loves exploiting these billionaires and falling into great sin. You know, uh, that guy Jeffrey Epstein uh, ended up, you know, with a tremendous amount of sin, a billionaire with a tremendous amount of sin. You know, you would think, oh, that's just, that's just one person. How about all the cohorts that are around Jeffrey? You know, Bill and uh, Prince Andrew and all these other multi-high millionaires and, you know, and lower-end billionaires, you know, and, uh, you yeah, know, their, their internal is, is crepit. And then verse three, the third one, 
He was tripped up by his own success. That tells us that pride came before destruction. Spending more time, character did not keep pace, tripped up by his own success. Lesson to be learned, external relationship accomplishments can be false indicators of success. So don't be fooled by external accomplishments. And spiritual worth does not come from external success like work, money, and friends. That's not, that doesn't tell us you know, our spirituality. Right? So, so spiritual indifference. That's what he had. He was slowly cooling down. Jesus talked about that in the church of Laodicea in Revelations 3.15. I know thy works, and thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. How about you? You're not hungering for the word of God as you once did? Quiet times becomes less? How about you? You're not enjoying the company of other believers as you once did? Hebrews 10.25 says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. How about you? You're not delighting in your quiet time with the Lord as you once did? Psalms 37.4 Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And Sometimes we become a long way from the Lord, and we don't even know how we got there. And our hearts become cold. How about the two disciples on the Emmaus Road? And Jesus came and came along and told them about the prophets of the Old Testament and all the things that should happen. And he disappeared. And he said, and they said what? Did not our hearts burn while he was with us and spoke with us in the way? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, let us learn from the from the, from the men of the Bible that have had success and have failed so that we would not fail in this way. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.